I was going to go into a, a different section, so go ahead. Yeah, that's what I was doing too. <laughs> oh, cool. go, so that's go it. for it. Hey, yo, this is Greenskin Mango. Welcome everyone to the Gamango Show. I'm Gordon Meyer, chatting with you from Hong Kong. And I'm John Witcher, coming to you from the crossroads of America. Each episode, we'll be discussing creativity and life. We'll be drawing from our 30 years of collaborating together in so many creative endeavors, successes, failures, our influences, and our current inspirations. So let's get going with the Gamago Show. Gratitude, everyone, for listening. Well, we finally made it. Episode 20. That's a big milestone. We should be very proud of this, right? We're halfway through the year. Very proud moment. Really great. Six months in, 20 episodes. And we're learning so much about creativity and ourselves and digging deeper in our daily lives too. Just our practices of being creative and thinking creative and having that positive attitude is so beneficial to ourselves and everyone around us. And hopefully it's making a difference to everybody listening out there as well. Yeah, pretty amazing. I've been really happy with the feedback I've been getting. You know, it's really fulfilling just to do this, getting to spend the time together, Gordon, and, you know, being Mm -hmm. able to be creative like this. But it's really neat when people reach out to you and they're like, hey, you know, I checked out your podcast this week and really nice, really inspirational. Just just a proud moment. It's really nice to get that detailed feedback of something specific that you said that really inspires somebody or made them think or cued them into something else that they hadn't thought about or even just to take a stab at doing anything creative. And and that's what we're going to be talking about today is creativity for coping. Coping mechanisms, things that we can do to relieve a bit of the stress that we have in our daily lives. What do you think about this, John? Well, I think this is really important. Um, I've been studying about coping skills since 1995 and really important and can really make or break a lot of the things that you do. What are some of the things that you've learned and that you use in your daily practice as far as helping yourself and others in being creative and coping with challenges that you're facing? Setting something up to look forward to, something creative, like Mm. the podcast. I can be midway through the week and maybe really stressed out or, you know, just having an off day. And I can think, this is what I want to do on, on the weekend. We've got this podcast coming up. This is something I really want to talk about. And like I said, getting feedback from other people, you know, about the previous week. So mm-hmm. kind of gets you a little more excited about moving forward into the next week. Yeah, it seems like planning, organizing is actually a really effective way of getting that positive energy back into you and getting your thoughts looking ahead at something to do. I mean, when we do our podcast, as much as we'd love to just hit the record button and laugh and enjoy the time together, it doesn't really happen that way. We have to plan and think about what we're going to be talking about and get a little bit of background. Yeah. And that planning and understanding is really great. I, I also like thinking about what we're going to do for the podcast and getting several ideas jotting those down. Maybe we use this for later or, you know, oh, that's a really great idea, but how are we going to actually use that? A lot of times, you know, we'll plan ahead and um, I'll come up with an idea or you'll come up with an idea and we'll send it to the other person. We'll be like, hey, but let's do this too. And, you know, you can build on it. And especially having something to focus on that is positive 
even if you need to stop in the evening before you're getting into your routine of like doing laundry or whatever you need to get done, you can stop for 15 minutes and be like, hey, I think I'm going to jot some notes down because this is, this, you know, this came to me and this will be really fun to do this weekend on the podcast. And it's really helpful. Yeah, that's great. That leads us to another very specific tool for coping, and that would be writing. Mm. That could be yep. note taking. That could be, I guess, even goes into reading as well. Reading is mm-hmm. a fantastic way to enrich your thinking process and learning processes. I, I write every day. It may not necessarily be a song or a book, but you know, I always try to keep at least some creativity going. Yesterday, I, I took some notes on some of the stuff I wanted to do for the podcast. I had just gotten off work and I was a little stressed out, you know, it'd been kind of a rough day. And I started thinking positive and, and creative and it just changed the whole mindset. I think when you're dealing with a lot in life, whether it's your job, whether it's, you know, especially getting back into work and seeing other people and the societal stresses right now of that we all have, you know, families getting back together and, you know, kids going to school or, well, now they're out on summer break, but even planning activities for them to do in the summers takes a lot of time, especially if you're working and then they're at home. I mean, it's a lot of stress to take and take on and a lot of things to juggle. If you do have that daily journal, if you do have that diary, so to speak, if you are taking notes of even your emotions, why did I get angry at this or that today? Or or why was I so disturbed by this? Or why am I anxious about this so much? I think digging a little bit deeper into yourself and finding reasons for these things to happen. It just sounds like it's so far away from creativity, but in actuality, it's not. I mean, we're, we're right there in the same lane of thinking and processing. And I think that's something that we're bringing out, John, is being creative isn't just making stuff. It goes much deeper. It goes to that thought process of planning, making, and then doing. And what you do, the final product, along with so many things in life, isn't really the important part. It's that process, that learning process Mm -hmm. of getting there is so important. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. They say getting there is half the fun and all the creations that we've done, you know, and we've done a lot of creating together. And that's one of the things I wanted to talk about, too, because I think being on stage and performing, I think, is creating also. And we've created like that together. Yeah. I mean, Gordon, how, how many times have we, you know, probably can't even count. And, you know, it's not like you just get up one day and you get up on stage and you play the preparation for doing that kind of stuff. And one Mm -hmm. of the things that I feel really blessed about is a couple of different comedy performances and America's Got Talent, different contests that have gone on over the year. We thought that they were going to have to cancel, but everybody had gotten so good at this technology that we were able to perform. You know, you're performing, (laughs) you're performing from your house, you know, it's a lot different, but still to be able to perform, it, it was just really, really great. You know, it's a little bit different, but having done that for so many years, like we had, and as important as a part of what we do, Mm -hmm. it was just, you know, it was nice to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, how many times can we count? We'd be practicing multiple weeks for a gig. The gig comes and goes like it was nothing, you know, because all that time we put into practicing and getting things right was really the fun part. Getting up on Mm -hmm. stage was almost, it's almost like a blank, you know, in your mind. It's Mm -hmm. like, 
my brother asked me if we were going to do a green skid mango funny things that happened to us on stage or something like that and i told him <laughs> i told him honestly wow. I, I don't remember I've... a whole lot of anything that ever happened on stage the only things i remember are things that were recorded and, I, and we play back and so oh yeah i remember when that happened now but all of it's almost a blank to me because it's like you've got so much adrenaline going on when you're on stage that i don't remember we just played no, the show I, I think honestly funny things that happened in practice would probably be a lot yeah. more relevant <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, you know I, I mean how many yeah. times have we done a really really great version of a song and you know the track wasn't rolling or you know things like that you know yeah but, or, or the <laughs> Or the funny time that, you know, the guy came crashing in through the door downstairs only to come crawling up the <laughs> stairs bleeding with a knife in him. That was really fun. Pretty wild, yeah. yeah Gosh. Pretty wild stuff. Probably the one thing that I remember about being on stage, truthfully, um, is that we always had fun. It was amazing. Yeah. We took the performance serious, but... Yeah, we always had to strike a balance between getting too caught up in what we were playing and also the realization of the now. You know, we're in this moment yeah. right now, let's enjoy it as well. Not Let's not get too stuck in our heads about this is the next line that I've got to say or this is the next note that i got to play lighten up a little bit and enjoy the time and let the energy flow through us all and have a great time doing it yeah and i think too when you have when you're having fun like that people kind of see that and they start having fun too which is exactly which is really nice exactly yeah. it's that energy that goes out and, and everybody yeah. has a great time yeah it's yeah. fantastic i was doing a little bit of research on creativity for coping and like we're saying, it's like a distraction. It's a way yeah. to avoid stress by doing something else. It's a contemplation tool, meaning that as you're doing things, it leads to you asking questions as well as problem solving. And it's also a great way to gain confidence and resilience. And regardless of the skill level of what you're doing, it doesn't really matter. Again, it's all about the doing of it. Well, one of the other things that I think really helps me in coping is working with others to create. It really is therapeutic for me, you know, to collaborate with you like that, along with the amazing, you know, the amazing merchandise that you've made. The art that you've done over the years is, is just absolutely is compelling, to say the least. Thank you. And it's a good reminder to actually post it on the website. Like I said a few weeks ago, I would. <laughs> But thank you. And, and you know what, what you were just talking about, I was about to talk about the same thing, working with other people, as yeah. well as changing gears and working on various new creative projects. Yeah. Yeah. Because the research shows that if you're working on something for like 10 years or more, like both of us have done, you know, where we're writing yeah. music and that's our comfort zone or painting, that's our comfort zone. It has mm -hmm. a lot less effect on your positivity than something that you're just trying for the first time, like knitting wow. or, uh, or painting or writing music. You know, if it's your first time trying these things or cooking, cooking is a great example of something that's, wow. you can try new, that can be creative. Cooking always gets this bad rap for just being, oh, you're just following the instructions. Well, oh, kind of yeah. like everything, isn't it? Playing music, you're just following the instructions of the notes, you know? It's like cooking is incredibly creative and it involves timing and it involves and a very focused 
and conscious effort to create something. And, and you know, Kathleen and I watch these shows on the Food Network uh, mm-hmm. where people create like these cakes or these, yeah. you know, these different, I mean, and or like holiday yeah. wars, I mean, where the things are as big as a, as a car. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the creativity that goes into that and then to still make it taste good. I mean, oh, no. you got this right? really, I mean, really amazingly beautiful, incredible creation and they can cut pieces out of it and actually eat it. That always blows me away. Yeah. Yeah. The great British Bake Off is constantly on the TV here in our wow. house. And it is just yeah. amazing, you know, the skill level that, you know, these people have and, you know, the, the things they come up with are fantastic. And oh. to think that that's not creative, come on. That's oh, some of the most gosh. creative stuff I've ever seen. I mean, you know, me and you, John, we're lucky if people will eat the food and survive. That's the creative part. <laughs> they survive. Score. All right. Some more research that I got was that because of COVID, because we've been doing a lot more stuff online, there's actually enough data now that shows us that working together, collaborating face to face, is the most beneficial way of creative coping. That is the best way to do work together, face to face with people, whether it's a choir, whether it's being in a group of other people in a painting class, et cetera, et cetera. But in that face to face contact is the most beneficial. But online courses, doing things together in a Zoom class, et cetera, also have tremendous beneficial results as well emotionally spiritually all those amazing things that you gain from doing creative things even doing it on zoom is really beneficial and i thought that was so important to hear because yeah we give zoom a lot of crap i think sorry zoom we're recording on you but you know we give them a lot (laughs) of crap you know for like changing our life in this way that we're looking at a computer and face to face and it's not the real thing or whatever but reality is it does still have its benefits you know which is fantastic to to know that reaching out and doing that you know does really help and i mean come on i know this from being in long distance relationships with basically everybody i know getting a video call with somebody is like a highlight of the day it is just like warms my heart makes me smile see them smiling it is just the best thing in the world of course, I mean, I, I bug you to death. I'm like, hey, can we, can we, you know, can we chat? Can we WeChat? Can we Zoom? You know, because I want to see, you know, it's like, I hey, know. I can actually see you now. You're on the other side of the world. But I can actually yep. see you now. So I want to see. <laughs> yeah, I think, too, it's also because of our age, too. We remember when yeah. we couldn't do that, when this was all yeah. fantasy. I mean, I mean, come yeah. on, people can do it now on their Apple Watch, you know? It's like yeah. Tracy or something, whereas, like, we grew up in... Maybe I can call from a payphone and spend ten dollars to talk to you for yeah. five minutes. I don't know. Yeah. You know, so that whole thing going on is just amazing now where we can actually almost reach out and touch people, but at least we can see them and talk to them. Currently I'm reading Siddhartha. Have you read that, John? Uh, never. It's a nineteen twenty-two novel by Herman Hess about the character Siddhartha. He goes through a transformative journey based on Buddhism. He has multiple transformations in his journey. And one of the things that caught my attention yesterday was a quote 
that pondering deeply upon your sensations, your emotions, basically leads to turning these sensations and emotions into realizations. And I thought that was so important to exactly what we were talking about and for this week about creativity for coping. Because isn't that what we're doing when we're making, when we're creating? It's taking these emotions that we're dealing with and we're turning them into realizations. These realizations can actually be physical forms. Um, You know, as a creator, you create emotions in yourself and you also create emotions in other people. So that, that drives it home. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. We do hope everybody's coping. It's rough. I mean, we know it, we feel it. It's been part of our daily lives as well. I mean, here in Hong Kong, there in the U.S., wherever yeah. you are in the world, we're all in the same place, you know, with, with dealing with COVID. We all want to get out and travel. We all want to take those stupid masks off and throw them away for good. We're all in this together, you know, and I think that acquiring some creativity for coping is one of the best things that we can probably do right now. And it benefits ourselves, you know, into being better people, making all the people around us feel better about what they're doing and making the world better. That's what we're here for. We hope that maybe we're sending some coping skills your way. Come and check us out each week. We love you all. Everybody take care. Keep coping. Keep staying creative. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Become a subscriber to The Ganango Show, Creative for Life, and visit the podcast site for more links and info. You can also visit the website of greenskinmango.com for our awesome streetwear, eclectic music, and comedy. Go be creative. Be creative. Be creative.